Hello everyone, this is episode 604 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Wednesday, March 20th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about Apex Legends, my experience with the Season 1 content so far, Wild Frontiers, and with the new legend, Octane, which I haven't played, but I have had him on my team many a time, and I can tell you this... If you are annoyed by Mirage's dialogue, boy oh boy, you're going to be annoyed by Octane's dialogue. Or maybe you won't, but I think he is very much so on the level, uh, the same level as Mirage. In addition to Apex Legends, I'll be talking about the Google Gaming News and some news regarding Konami and their uh, beloved franchises, which has me and hopefully you excited, uh, unless of course they botch it with poor emulation and and whatnot but i'm getting ahead of myself so i'm going to start with the news beginning with google's gaming nonsense which is called google stadia their streaming platform there they didn't announce any hardware other than a controller which whatever don't care about that and i don't care about the streaming service either because i don't think the infrastructure across the states it's not that i don't think it's that it's not uh, there yet uh, and I don't think it will be for a while and this goes for worldwide as well uh, the idea of a streaming service is fine I guess and appeals to someone who maybe has an iPad with them and wants to just play their game there like I don't think the idea of a streaming service is terrible in the sense that like if I had game pass or whatever and have them on my hardware at home but i wanted to continue with my save that's in the cloud and play on the go with my ipad or what have you uh, that i could stream there and still play with my save and all that so that you have that cross progress or not even cross progress but just you keep that progress and all that that's good i guess but the the reality is just that there aren't enough places where people can get internet fast enough to stream games at a uh, good enough quality. Um, the the Stadia service can stream up to 4K 60 frames per second, but the number of people and markets that would offer that, uh, speeds that would allow for that to, to work, is so limited that uh, it's just uh, just a nice bullet point that may convince people who wouldn't be able to stream that, like, oh, I can stream 4K? Wow. Because uh, I, I, I didn't watch the press conference or anything because I didn't care, and I still don't care. I'm just, I'm just talking about it because I don't have much else to talk about, and I got a lot of work to do today that I, I need to get this show, which will probably be a short show, just out, out the door. I need to get it out the door. But... Google Stadia will be able to run on many platforms <clears throat> or, or many devices, computers, tablets, what have you. None of the consoles, because none of them, as far as I know, support Chrome browser or anything like that. So that may come in the future, but who knows. Uh, so yeah, that's Google Stadia. Whatever. Stupid name, too. Dumb, dumb name. Uh, maybe it interests you. Not so much for me. And then the Konami news, which has me excited, is that 
Konami has announced three anniversary collections that will be coming out this year. The first one is the arcade collection, which comes with, and, and all of them come with eight titles apiece. Uh, and the arcade collection comes with uh, Haunted Castle, Ajax, aka Typhoon, Gradius and Gradius 2, Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble, and Twin Bee. So this is a fine collection, and it'll be 20 bucks, which is fine. The collections that have me way more excited, and, and should excite you, are, are the collections of Castlevania and Contra, two franchises I adore, and I'm very excited for. The Both collections have had four titles announced so far. So for Castlevania, we know right now that Castlevania, the, the first for NES, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge for Game Boy, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse for NES, and Super Castlevania 4 for the Super Nintendo are all included, and there are four titles missing. What titles will be included? I have no idea, but I hope these do well enough that we get more because I have a feeling that the games that I want, the Castlevania specifically that I want, will not be included, and that will be heartbreaking for me because my favorite Castlevania game, because I go back and forth on which I prefer, but I love the Sorrow games, Area of Sorrow on the GBA and Dawn of Sorrow on the DS. I love those games so much and would kill to be able to play those on a big screen or just be able to play them easily now because I don't have a GBA, a working one anywhere, and I don't have, I guess my D, my DS, I don't know if the battery works in that or not, but uh, I'd like to be able to play them, you know, on a big screen. You know, there are other solid GBA games and more DS games. I, I, I want to see, if none of those games are included in this collection, a GBA uh, DS collection of Castlevania games because there are a lot of great ones there that uh, deserve to be put out there again. And then the Contra collection includes Contra, Super Contra, oh god, no. Ugh, the arcade version of Contra. That doesn't. I hope it includes both the uh, the arcade version and the NES version because I do not like the arcade version. That's the one they uh, you. That's the one they emulated for the Xbox Live Arcade release of it, and I'm not a fan of that. Uh, specifically, the aesthetic. I, I like the look of the NES one way more, and maybe that's just nostalgic coming through. But with these old games, how can nostalgic not come through? So, I hope they have the option to switch between the two like in the uh, SNK collection, which has both when it's uh, there, which is lovely. I love that so much. But then Super Contra, Super C, and Contra 3, The Alien Wars. What other ones will be included? I don't know, but I, of course, would love to see Contra 4 and more than anything else, uh, Shattered Soldier. Will we get those? I don't know. I have a feeling like these, these won't want to venture too current even those those aren't anywhere near current at this point, but uh, I don't know. Uh, but it, it's exciting, regardless, because I, I love these franchises, and they are, are franchises that I miss. I, I'd love more games in these series, and maybe if these do well enough, we'll either get more collections with the rest of the games that aren't included, or we'll get new games. Uh, the former is way more likely than the latter. I, I would be super surprised if Konami has any interest in actually 
making new games at this point. Though I still think it would be great if they just gave the video game rights to someone. Microsoft, buy the video game rights. Do it. Have Ninja Theory make uh, a freaking crazy awesome 3D Castlevania game. Even though I would prefer a 2D one. If anyone can make an awesome Castlevania game in 3D. I think Ninja Theory is one such studio that you could really trust with that. And make it exclusive to the Xbox. New Castlevania exclusive to Xbox. That will probably not sell that much. I mean it wouldn't be a big system seller. Probably. But uh, I, I'd like to see it. I love Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory is great. Though of course I wouldn't want Ninja Theory to make a Castlevania game. If they didn't want to make one. They should just be making whatever the hell they want to make because they're they're wonderful. Uh, but yeah, that's some exciting news. Uh, unless, of course, the emulation is shit, which maybe it will be. I think there were issues with the uh, Symphony of the Night, Dracula X or whatever it is, collection on PS4. But maybe I'm wrong or it was just a port of the bad version of this or that. Uh, so I don't know. Moving on to... What I've been playing, which is Apex Legends, because I've been very busy. And since the Battle Pass came out, I, I bought it immediately. It was $9.50. Well, the equivalent in, in Apex Coins, $9.50. There is a version, of course, for, I think, $28, 2800 coins. That'll get you up 25 levels, which you can get if you really feel like you're not going to be able to reach the max level before the season ends though you can also in addition to that or regardless of that pay 150 coins per level to advance yourself which is the equivalent to a dollar fifty i don't know why i keep telling you what they are in real money which is fine uh it, it does take more to level up than i thought the leveling is to 29 1500 xp per level and that can take some time though one nice thing i've already reached level five is that you get a bonus for playing with all the legends uh each and every week so for every week you can get up to twenty-five thousand bonus xp for playing with this legend or that legend which means now that there are nine legends in the game you can get a max of uh, uh, 225,000 XP, which is pretty good, especially given how much it takes to level up. And the bonus XP you get is for time played, none of the other stats. So whatever time played you get, you can multiply that by two with the legend you're playing as. And then when you max that out, play as somebody else or don't. You don't have to. Uh, and you can check how much XP you've earned, how much of the bonus XP you've earned at the battle pass section of the main menu, uh, which is good because that helps. Um, and yeah, so I, I've played a fair amount. I've won a, a few more matches. I won my first with Mirage and my first with Caustic, which is nice because that got me the achievement for winning with all four classes. Now I just need to win with at least three others so that I get that achievement. And I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna be so annoyed when I see every achievement unlocked except the one for wearing a legendary helmet and armor at the same time because that one is 
pure look based and I hate that achievement because it's just it do, it doesn't require anything other than just being lucky and I am not lucky in games or in life I can be lucky in games at times but I haven't been that lucky in the 500 matches I've played so far stupid but uh I played with Octane a bit cuz when I say a bit I mean a lot cuz he's he's the new fresh face and and we're in that honeymoon phase where everyone's playing him so if you don't care about Octane if you haven't unlocked him or whatever or what have you you have a better chance of playing as your favorite class cuz it's very likely that your team will have one person playing as Octane cuz it's he's new and people want to play as him and he seems to be pretty good in that his special is whatever. He injects himself with some kind of heroin or whatever. And then he's he's able to move really, really fast. And then his ultimate is dropping down jump pads, which are, are good for maneuvering around the environment and reaching high places and, and stuff like that. So he's, he's kind of reminiscent of Pathfinder a bit in, in that he is movement-based, his, his abilities... Uh, but I, I think when I do eventually unlock him, because I don't have enough of the special currency, whatever the hell it's called, the red stuff, uh, I'll probably like playing him as him. I do like playing as Mirage, because I just messed around with him for the first time recently. Caustic, I'm not great with, uh, and I think Wraith is by far the worst. I was playing a bit of, of her, because I wanted to win as her, and I'm not a fan of her abilities. I think they're pretty useless. Her regular ability is good for escaping, but it still takes you a second or two to transition into the the whatever portal realm where nobody can hit you so that you can still take damage in, in those few seconds. And then you, you get out, but people can still see that trail that you're leaving. And it's not the greatest ability set. I'm still a bloodhound lover and always will be. He's just he's so good. Um but yeah, I'm really loving the game. I've managed a few second place finishes again playing by myself, which is fine. You get a lot of XP, but it's not the most exciting uh, game since a lot of it uh, is just hiding with the hopes that when I get to the last team, they won't be a full team. But every single time, I've gotten into plenty of matches when I'm with the team where we're going up against either a team of one person or two people at the very end. Uh, but every time I'm by myself and I see them battle out and then, okay, now there's only one other squad left. It's always a team of three, a full team of three. And it seems like even if I just heard shooting and I'm right next to them, they've already managed to heal up. And it's just like, this sucks. I want to just, I want to ruin someone's day, even if it's a full team, if they're just not healed up and take them all out because I, I just think it would be fun to win an entire game by myself because it would only show me since the players drop. I also had someone be a little baby and quit after I picked up a peacekeeper. They clearly wanted the peacekeeper because after I picked it up, they shot at me a few times and I'm like, okay, I got here. You should have got here first. It's not my fault. And then I noticed that they quit from the game and I was like, okay. I'm glad they quit because I don't want a piece of shit like that on my team. Uh, but I, I I, really don't like playing with kids with mics because I find them to be very disrespectful. 
and I just I can't stand it. I, I want to just smack him over the head, um, but I don't use my headset and give him a talking to because it's not going to do any good. It's just an annoying thing that I I think all kids, not all kids, but a lot of kids past my generation, like the following generation, because I whatever I'm technically a millennial, but I don't give a shit about all that. But I never would have thought about talking back to adults when I was a kid, uh, people who were just you know on the street or whatever. But kids these days, they just don't give a shit. And if it was okay, I would punch a lot of kids in the fucking face. But can't do that. I mean, you can't punch anyone in the face just to punch them. But man, I want—I want to just punch so many kids right in the fucking face. I just want to knock them out. It would feel really good because uh, their their heads would be smaller, and it would just—they'd be more crumbly. <laughs> oh, this is not great to talk about because when I'm arrested, this will be evidence. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, but that's Dave Esco Legends. In addition to all that, I've, of course, watched some movies. I watched Only the Lonely, which is a movie, a romantic comedy with John Candy and, uh, what is it, Anna Heedy? That's not right. The the one, the, like, goth uh, lady from The Breakfast Club, Ali Sheedy, is that it? Uh, and John Candy plays a cop. She plays a... More is it mortician? She plays the person who pretties up the faces at the the funeral home, and he is someone who lives with his mother, and she is just the most awful, despicable bitch in the whole. Like, I really like the movie a lot because it's sweet, and John Candy and, and her have really great chemistry, and I I like the the way the relationship with the mother works where he's very protective and he's, you know, a devoted son who gave up, quote unquote, gave up part of his life to give his brother uh, the ability to go to college and, and become a lawyer and looked after his mother after his father died and all this, but his life just kind of disappeared over the course of 20 plus years or whatever. And he's someone who loves his mother and, and cares for her and worries about her and all that. But at this point he, he meets this, a uh, young woman who he grows fond of and, and looks at for, for the first time, you know, uh, to do something for himself. And I like all that, but I don't like the fact that they decided to make the mother, who's played by the actress, I can't remember her name, but she was in The Quiet Man with uh, John Wayne and uh, Miracle on 34th Street. But uh, I just don't like that they had, they decided to make her such terrible mean bitch she's just the worst fucking person in the world i fucking hate her so much she's one of the most hated on-screen characters for me because she's so terrible and there, there are moments that are so funny to me on a personal level because why she hates the the woman uh who's dating her her son so much is because she's a sicilian polack which is exactly what i am and it's funny because when she learns that she's Sicilian, she's like, oh, my God, no. You know, the, the, he first tells her that she's Italian or whatever. And it's like, actually, oh, she's like, 
as long as she's not seeing you know those dirty wop whatever uh, dago all that shit and he says yeah actually she is Sicilian and that's amusing to me you know even that scene I, I don't think like that is so harsh uh, it's just like that's the way people felt you know I, I got that when I dated an Italian it took a while um, but uh, she says all that and then later she realizes or she finds out when they all go out to dinner that she's a Pole too um, and she at no point attempts to be civil during their you know dinner out when she's meeting her for the first time she's just cruel and she turns around at the very end of course but I don't buy her change I don't think there's anything about her that's good like they they try to make you feel for her uh, at times but none of, that never works for me I still really like the movie but I just think the mother is too awful of a bitch and I can't I can't it, it frustrates me because I watch it and I'm enjoying it but then when she's being herself I'm just so frustrated and waiting for the scene to move on yeah because I'm not gonna feel sorry for the mother in any way I'm not gonna feel for her at, at any point and then in addition to that, I watched The Quick and the Dead, which is a, a Western from Sam Raimi, which I watched like maybe a year ago or two and couldn't get into it. And I remember liking it prior to seeing that. And then I watched it again now, and I really liked it. I don't, I don't know why. I just must have been in a bad mood or something because it's just a fun, campy, dumb little thing that I really like because it's got a great cast. Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Sharon Stone, Leonardo DiCaprio in one of his best roles, probably one of the few times where I don't uh, find him annoying. <clears throat> and it's all based around this shootout that they're having in town, which is something that I'm sure they've done in movies before, but I can't think of another Western that is based around this tournament, you know, uh, it was fun. It's a fun movie. And uh, I think uh, that is a good place to end it because I need to get going. And you are definitely sick of hearing me talk uh, in this episode. So that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated paranormal podcasts and the <laughs> and attack the backlog which are all available on podcast services across the globe like stitcher radio google play apple Podcasts, and spotify and if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or attack the backlog you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them there along with some honorary honorary anime reviews if you so choose and if you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. That is pxs.com. pxsart.com. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you see something to like, click the link. It'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way. As always, 
Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.